Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah This is, this is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show, NBA Fantasy Week 18. We are back, and what an exciting time with the trade deadline just closing up. <sighs> players in new locations. Uh, we've been recycling similar players for the past three weeks, and <laughs> you know that, that could get a little boring. You know that we, we've seen him before. Right. Um, but with this trade deadline, um, Players in new places open up opportunities. It opens up avenues for you to maybe make a push. So you want to get ahead of it. Um, so we're going to have a buy or sell section, something different than a normal week based on these trade deadline news. I am your host, James Lewis, at jlewis0789, 07 being the year I graduated high school, 89 being the year I was born. I am joined again by Jacob Dunn. You can find him at ain't done yet that's d-u-n-n-e because of his last name that's right on twitter thoughts implications of our trade deadline uh whether it's the the world of basketball or whether it's fantasy based oh man what a trade deadline it was all right after last year's dud of a deadline it was cool to see all the <laughs> transactions made last thursday like i recently uploaded a video on the triple play fantasy youtube page titled fantasy deadline winners where I go over widely available players that saw their fantasy stocks rise. So check that out if you haven't already, but yeah, there's a lot to unpack and a lot of gems hidden on the wire. And I can't wait to unpack it with you, brother. Absolutely. So, I mean, we got to talk about the one main thing. I really want to hear your thoughts because oh, we man. haven't even discussed uh, James Harden. Yes, sir. Going to Philly where, for a guy that has not been playing in quite some time and Ben Simmons and yeah. seems like a good fit for both teams, at least for this season. I love it. Yeah, especially me being a Ben Simmons fantasy manager. I rejoice when Ooh. I saw this because it was getting kind of like it was getting kind of close to the wire. Like, am I going to get Ben Simmons? Like, I've been holding him all year and finally it paid off. So it was cool to see him get traded. But I also want to see... I also want to see Ben Simmons play just because I yes. love watching him play, you know, yes. like you could have your thoughts about how he handled the situation. I get it. Uh, but he, he, he is a stud on the court and also James Harden. Like it's going to be fun watching Harden and Joel and pick and roll going to be crazy. Playoff. Yes. Yes, man. The pick and roll is going to be fire. So wow. I'm pumped to see these two teams play. And it opens up an opportunity for Thibault to play more. Yeah. You couldn't play him and Ben at the same time. Right. You can find that role. You still have Danny Green, multiple-time NBA champion. You have Tyrese Maxey that can play on the ball, off the yep. ball. They're still threatening. They gave up some pieces. Andre Drummond seemed perfect in the non-Joel Embiid minutes. They sent Seth Curry, who was one of the league's best three-point snipers, yep. along with uh, two first-rounders. They're going to have to pay James Harden upwards of – 247 million if they right. decide to sign that extension and that back end when he's 37 38 getting 60 mil might not be the best but we all know Joel Embiid's injury history you got right. you have a small window so I'm not mad at it I love the fit with Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant as far as the offense and defensive makeup and 
who knows? Uh, maybe uh, they change the vaccine uh, employee sanction, sanctions. And yeah. if that happens and you have Kyrie for both home and away games in the playoffs, you got a chance. You got a right. chance with Kevin and Kyrie and then you throw in Ben Simmons and Seth, Seth Curry and in and, and a hopeful um, Harris coming back. Hey, it's exciting. It, it makes the fans and, and playoff basketball better now that you see teams hopefully at their full strengths. Yes, and mark your calendars, guys. We get to see the Nets and the 76ers play on March 10th. So get your popcorn ready. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, with All-Star Week, uh, you have a two-week bubble, uh, February 14th through 27. Uh, that makes not all of the schedule equal. And in this time, and I, I thought it was uh, interesting. Let me start with the teams that only play three. I thought it was interesting. LeBron gets three games in two weeks uh, through this process, and huh. hopefully you see a regrouping uh, between him, AD, and Russ. They didn't make any moves at the trade deadline, so they're they're sticking with the team they have assembled. Cleveland, they ha- they're hosting the All-Star game uh, in Orlando, uh, the team that a lot of people don't really care about right now. Huh. So these teams have three. Uh, all teams have four outside of the rest that have five. This includes Boston, uh, uh, I almost said New Jersey Nets. There's a Brooklyn Nets. Huh. There's a, a new look at them. Yep. Uh, your Denver Nuggets. Detroit Pistons, Houston Rockets, Clippers, Pels, and the Suns. So if you're fantasy owners of players within those teams, uh, you're happy that you have a bonus fifth game. But again, you got to wait two weeks to see these uh, results if you are head-to-head. Let's get into our top waiver picks of the week. And our number one guy is... Oh, Devin Vassell, guys. Vassell moved into the starting lineup Friday, replacing the recently traded Derek White, and the 21-year-old sophomore did not disappoint, All right, accumulating 20 points, 5 boards, 3 dimes, and a steal across 28 minutes. All right, His per 36 has him scoring 16.3 points, along with 6.1 boards, 2.2 dimes, 2.5 threes, and 2.3 stocks. Okay, so if the Florida State product is available in, in your league, make the move and don't look back. Threes, steals, point Oof. production, and he's he's looking confident. Yes, sir. Pick him up. Darius Baisley. Uh, to me, he's almost a must-own. Uh, and that's no. surprising to say because I've never been too high on him. But he's rebounding um, very well. He's scoring more than he's ever has. He's hitting one-and-a-half threes and getting his steals. Uh, just yesterday, 14 points, 15 rebounds, two threes. That's roster rule in any league, and right now he's only 44% rostered as of February 12th this Saturday morning. So get on top of it if you can for uh, a little Darius Baisley, another OKC prospect that is hot right now. And it's our first uh, Poku uh, preview. Um, Alexei Poshevsky, 21% rostered in this last week. He's averaging 15 points, six rebounds, two assists. 2.33s and 2.3 stocks. Uh, he had 18 points, four rebounds, four three pointers, and six stocks on February 9th. Give him a Poku. look. Poku is definitely he is heating up just because you know he was sent down to the G League earlier this year because he just looked like a deer in headlights. He didn't know what to do, and I think the G League really helped him get into a groove. And now he now the Thunder are reaping the benefits, and he he is available in over 95 percent of Yahoo. And 
over 99% of ESPN. So if you need that upside move, I would definitely add Poku. Cameron Johnson. All right, Cameron Johnson, guys. I mean, you know, he's always good for threes and he's good for, you know, like those like low end points and rebounds. So if you need that consistency coming in, he's not a very sexy fantasy guy, but he gets it done with the points and rebounds and assists and with those threes. You're really streaming him for those threes. Everything else is just gravy. And watching him against uh, the Bucks, which may be a finals repeat matchup. Oh, yeah. I like that they they used him with the ball in his hand a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. running some pick and roll. And that's something that I haven't seen too much of him in his career as he's known for his shooting. But he's a, he's better at attacking the rim than you think. He will dunk on you if, if, he, if he gets the opportunity. And he, he seems to be getting a little bit better each and every year. And he's the kind of the forgotten piece of this Phoenix Suns yeah. roster that is just incredible to watch as they grow and get better each and every day, even, even their cap, the point God seems like he just gets a little bit better each day. Devin Booker's playing so much smarter than he used to. Right. He's shooting a three better than he ever has. Yeah. And they got the coolest jerseys in the league and maybe the best home court uh, possible. They, that crowd just gets raucous. Ruckus for, their for sure, dude. That's the first word that came to my mind as well. Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, so Miles Turner and uh, Doma Sabonis say goodbye. This might have seemed like a shocker as people probably pegged uh, Turner as the more likely candidate to get traded. Instead, you see Sabonis get traded for a young budding star in Tyrese Maxey. And with people leaving comes opportunity. That's right. O'Shea Brissett, guys. I have been touting this guy all season as – you need to stash him because we know that Sabonis and Turner are probably on their way out. Well, Sabonis is out, and O'Shea Brissett has started the past two games, all right? And last Friday's game, he racked up 18 points, 11 boards, three assists, and a three-pointer while playing 38 minutes, all right? I know that Isaiah Jackson got hurt in this game, but Isaiah Jackson would probably be my number one add if that ankle injury isn't... uh isn't as severe as, uh, you know, because it's the same ankle that has kept him out the, the last three games. He played last Friday. He got three steals in 12 minutes, and then he got hurt. Like, he, Isaiah Jackson looks phenomenal. But O'Shea Brissett is starting, and he has been in Indiana. And what I like about him is that he's the, really the, like, one of the few big men there who have been in Indiana over the past two years. So he's comfortable with that Pacers offense. So I think that head coach Rick Carlisle plays him uh, until he gives him reason not to. So I would definitely stream O'Shea Brissett until the wheels fall off, or if they ever do. And fans, fantasy owners last year know that O'Shea Brissett was huge come playoff time. He had really right. just played very well. He helped me win my championship, and we love our viewership over there in Canada, so Canada stand up Let's for go. another great, fine uh, product in the NBA, you know, O'Shea Brissett. Uh, this was a – topic that would come up later in our buy or sell but i have to give it a mention since we're on the pacers topic and that is uh they did acquire Jalen smith uh Jalen smith the number 10 overall pick uh, these numbers featured here 15 points 10 rebounds uh one block and a steal were coming when deandre Aiden was out uh, but now uh, a young 
it seems like promising uh, mm-hmm. young player from the University of Maryland um, and over here in Baltimore gets a new opportunity. So he should be at the top, top, top of your watch list. Yeah. Uh, you never know what's going to happen there in Indiana. Uh, Go guys played well when he's gotten some time and they still have him. Turner is still there. He's, I guess he's the staple, um, but he's kind of had an injury riddled season. Right. Uh, but there is opportunity there in the Pacers. And I'm actually curious to see how this guard lineup works with uh, Brogdon coming back. Cause I could see them playing Brogdon, Halliburton and healed at the same time. They, they can still guard players. And then offensively, I think you put the ball in Tyrese, uh, Tyrese Halliburton's hand and, it's going to just be really exciting uh, to see how that all plays out. And then you have some wiggle room come the off season uh, with uh, so much at, at one position uh, news coming out this week that we are super watching fantasy owners. Yes. Uh, Jamal Murray is coming off an ACL injury, so he probably won't play back to backs or give you too right. many minutes, but we know when he does play, he gives you production and he, we, we just feel really bad because he's just one of our, our bright young players. And, right. oh, hey, he's from Canada as well. That's right. Stand um, up. <laughs> and, uh, Michael Porter Jr., who had back surgery in December, they say that he has hope that he comes back. If they get both of these guys back for the playoffs, <laughs> what a dangerous, dangerous team. Because we all know Nikolai Jokic is playing. He was the MVP last year, and he's one of our best players in the entire NBA. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm excited for it, but I'm also I'm very skeptical. I'm skeptical that mm. Michael Porter Jr. can get back before the year ends. Now, I don't want to poo-poo on your parade, my man. You well, know, do you like, use a do you use an IL spot? Um, okay, so if, if you have one, right. So I'm thinking if you have an open IL spot and you are up in the standings, then I would use it. But if you are fighting for that playoff spot and you don't have any room on your IL, don't bother. Because we need to make all the moves necessary to make sure that we get into the playoffs. So don't worry about missing out on Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. If it means uh, that you made the playoffs. Because we don't want them to be the reason that you miss out. So don't stash if you already have a full IL. But hey, if you have an open slot, why not? And I would go after Jamal Murray first and then Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if you thought the same. So yeah. Well, and also to, I'm glad you uh, clarified this because I did not pick either one of these up. I'm not telling you to do it, but if you have three IL spots and none of them are are used, they're all vacant. You could take, you could use one of your pickups for these positions. I know that's a rare position. I have Zion and Malcolm Brogdon uh, as taken up two. I can't, I can't use my third to pick up one of these guys so i actually yeah. went on the side of caution even though i I drafted jamal murray at the beginning of the season one of my mm-hmm. leagues i just it ran i ran out of room and capacity but i'm kind of more excited for if they can come back for the playoffs absolutely uh trade season trades have occurred and little moves big splash moves uh have got us all excited so we got to do it a little buy or sell um slash watch because we're watching these guys or we're picking them up before the trend happens or we're just like saying, no, I don't, I just don't see this working out in this place. And one, I'm going to send this to Jacob for a buy or sell on Mr. Justice Winslow. Justin Winslow. I am all in on Justin Winslow. All right. Winslow was shipped to the Blazers last week and he has been crushing it in the starting lineup over the past two games. 
averaging 11.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 swipes, 1 block, and a 3-pointer in 33.5 minutes. We all know what he is capable of. Back when he was on the Miami Heat, he was a 9-cat stud. And if he sticks in the starting lineup in Portland, he could be a 9-cat dandy the rest of the season. So he is a must-add for me in all leagues. And start him with confidence as long as he is starting. And he is starting. He's been playing 30 minutes the past two games. So you see a little confidence in Chauncey Billups and, you know, hoping for a resurgence in his uh, NBA career, as you said and mentioned. And it's promising there in Miami. And since then, it really has not been. So from one Duke product, and for the record, I'm going to stay off of the Justice Winslow wagon. I don't think he scores enough points. I know he does get steals, but personally, I'm, I'm staying away. Okay. Uh, from one Duke product to the next, Marvin Bagley is in Detroit. And who knows? This could be the the move that works. And just last month, he was playing some minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, they were pumping him up for trade season. We heard rumblings that Detroit really, like was one of the only teams that wanted him. He's 27% rostered. He did average 13 points and eight rebounds. That's almost like a career mark, and he shoots a high field goal percentage. He's not going to give you too much else, but he did average 0.8 blocks. That's <laughs> like oh that's, that's like okay yeah um don't pick him up now but give him a watch yeah yeah exactly for me he doesn't supply enough steals and blocks to be a must add in nine cat but in points leagues i actually like him a lot because he can rack up those points and rebounds because that's what he's good for those bare bones stats so he is good in points leagues i would have liked him a lot better if olinick or if jeremy grant was shipped out and like it yeah. was just him in the front court uh in the backcourt i mean uh but still i mean he has enough upside he gets a fresh start in detroit why not see what he can do and if i'm detroit why not see what i can get for jeremy grant who seemed like he was at his i know peak, peak value uh still that on was contract and, and, and then moved. kelly alinica you could have schools up either two second rounds or maybe even a first round from a contending team i i I don't know why detroit really held tight on both those players that don't seem like part of their future future going forward right um but that's here or there they are the detroit pistons for a reason davis bertans and a shocker of a trade for me as a wizards fan i think this was a steal Uh, i don't know what the mavericks were thinking because they have been playing great defensive basketball and porzingis had a lot to do with that Bertans, these stats are from his 2019-2020 season, which got him his massive contract that is up until 2024-25, in which he shot 42% from the three-point line and averaged nearly four three-pointers a game. And maybe Luca likes this guy and he's a good pairing, but I don't – like who plays the five? I just don't see it. I I don't know. This was a – this is a bad move for me for the Mavericks. They've been playing so freaking well. Like, why would yeah. we why would we change things? And I saw that they did extend Dorian Finney-Smith. That means that Jalen Brunson might be free agent, um, mm. uh, a hot free agent this offseason. It was a very head-scratching trade to trade Chris Stapp's Porzingis away, even though I think, I think that Dallas just needed a fresh start. They were sick of the oft-injured big man. You know, They just wanted a new start, and they must have liked – Okay, maybe trade him while he's actually healthy. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Get as much value as you can, even though that wasn't much value. You know, it could have just been like a salary dump. Plus, they think that they can they can contend without KP. Uh, but Davis Bertans in deeper leagues isn't a bad 
three-point streamer. Just that's that's what his career has been. Even when he started in San, in San Antonio, he has been that long-range guy. So I like him. Like you said, James, Luca must like him. Must like him spreading out the floor. Yeah, you know, spacing things out and taking those three. So I like him as a three-point streamer. Yeah, a lot of and laser to stream on that that certain day that you that you really need threes. Right. I'm selling for now on the pickup. I thought he had yeah. one of the worst contracts because you're getting paid that much, sixteen million a year, and I really can't right. play yet. Defense is just not. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, actual. I like this trade. Uh, Thaddeus Young goes to Toronto, and they've been playing their starters super heavy minutes, uh, 35, 36, 37 minutes a game. They have, you know, three in the top 12 at least, and Gary Trent Jr. and uh, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal, OG. They all play heavy minutes. I think he just fits in with everybody. Who needs a blow? Sure. Uh, Thaddeus Young, he can play all the positions, and he guards well. He's a good passer. And he's definitely a fantasy add if he's getting enough minutes last year. He 12 points, six rebounds, four assists, a steal, a block, 56% from the from the floor. That's it. That's possible in any league. I suggest I'm a I'm a buy on Thaddeus Young and get ahead of the curve. He's only 26% roster in Yahoo Leagues today. Yeah, I mean, he's he he is expected to be available for Saturday's contest against the Nuggets. So I would definitely give him a watch if you are in shallower leagues. And like you said, James, if you are in a 16-plus team league, I would just make the ad now just in case you miss out on him if he does get 20-plus minutes off the bench for Toronto. So I would even consider him in 12, okay. depending on what you have in your league. And uh, I almost play, pressed yes, but I had Cade coming in and coming off my IL. And I just was in a, in a bind because I'm going to – I'm going to cut. I'm just going to get to it. I'm going to cut – uh, DeAndre Hunter is just I would have to cut someone else. Uh, yeah. Hunter just doesn't do enough for me. He gets he gets you know some points. He gets some rebounds. He'll hit some threes. He's not hitting the three right now. But in the last week, he didn't get a block or a steal. And he's known for his defense. Right. Uh, fa- I think he's a better real player than fantasy, and he's not shooting the ball well right now. I would cut ties uh, with DeAndre Hunter because he's a hit. He, he'll either get injured or he'll have a duds like he's had uh, recently. Yeah, yeah. He's always one of my favorite streamers, DeAndre Hunter, for his 3 and D stats, but I never expected him to maintain that hot pace when he first got off the IL. So he's definitely a drop for me as well. Buy or sell on the trade. Last one. Dante DiVincenzo gets a new place and gets some opportunity. Now that Buddy Heald is gone, Tyrese Halliburton is gone, they bring in the Sacramento Kings that is Dante DiVincenzo. And uh, the year before, he got hurt in the playoffs. He averaged 10.6 boy. He rebounds well as a, as a guard. He, he defends well, two threes. That ain't nothing to scream home about, but if you're in deeper leagues, he, he's 8% roster in Yahoo. Go go give him a go give him a look. Indie stats, baby. And now I'm sending over our criminally under-rostered players to our boy, Jacob Young. That's right, guys. We got Ayo. Ayo to someone. Ayo, ayo. You know what I'm saying? Ayo was dropped in a ton of leagues following a rough two-game stretch, then missing a game due to injury. But you can't bench a starting point guard getting 35-plus minutes a game. Okay, He returned from injury and had a double-double with 14 points, 10 dimes, along with three steals and two three-pointers. All right, make sure this man isn't available in your league. 
And this is with uh, Kobe White and Alex Caruso Baggett. He's still playing. It just shows the confidence that Billy Donovan has in this just special, special right. rookie that's going to be on the all-rookie teams. That's Either right, first right. or second, probably second team. Right. All right, next we got Davion Mitchell, who to me is the biggest fantasy winner next to Devin Vassell. All right, Davion mm. Mitchell, before being sent to the bench last game, the 23-year-old rookie has was on a tear over his last eight games, averaging 17.5 points, five dimes, three three-pointers, 2.6 boards, and 1.2 stocks, while shooting 48% from the field in 33.8 minutes. Now, even though he switched back to the bench, he still played 34 minutes last game and supplied 18 points, seven dimes, seven rebounds, a steal, and a block. So whether Mitchell re-enters the starting lineup or comes off the bench, I believe the Baylor product is is going to be a stud rest of season. Another all-rookie second-team candidate, oh, yeah. if you ask me. Definitely. Uh, love me some Davion Mitchell. Opportunity is so funny. They gave up their two bigger guards, and they kept the little ones. It, right. It just, I guess it just works out that way, and they really believe in Davion Mitchell. They drafted him in the lottery, even though they had uh, Swiper Fox. And right. we'll see how that works out with the Doma Sabonis uh, error coming forward, which I'm excited to watch how that plays out. Um, we're going to finish things with our player of the week, and this is a no-brainer. It's Luka, uh, Luka legend, Luka, Luka Doncic. That's just right. amazing two-week run, and just actually the last couple months. Uh, after having a slow start to the beginning of the season, he's averaging 34 points, nine rebounds, 11 assists, 52% shooting, four threes, which is what? Uh, 1.4 <laughs> swipes. And he is the Clipper killer, even though he can't beat him in game seven. He gives them everything that they want. 51 points, nine rebounds, six assists, seven three-pointers made goodness. on February 10th. Uh, Luka Doncic, we love the way. You play the game of basketball, and we can't wait for the next 15 to 20 years of this. Just a stud, man. I mean, you know, we always knock him for not having, like, those defensive stats, but he's been supplying that 1.4 steals a game over the last two weeks. So he's been doing pretty much everything for you. He's carrying your fantasy team. He's so much fun to watch. Love it. Luca, baby. Uh, let's finish with some plug talk. Uh we are a proud member of Fantasy Points Media. And we're asking you to please tune into our Triple Play Fantasy Podcast every week for baseball, football, and basketball. Our Triple Play YouTube channel drops content every day, all three sports related and some other stuff, some fantasy foodies. Uh, art, arts uh, dabbled in some chess. Like we, we're just trying to keep you entertained. Our subscriptions go up, and uh, we just appreciate your viewership, uh, your comments, your subscriptions. And uh, we'll see you next week, well, two weeks from now. Actually, we might get right. an off week here as the fantasy season is two weeks, but we'll try to drop some content That's right. in between. Uh, for Jacob, I'm James, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>